When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Daira. Looking good, looking good, living better. Damn, you looking mighty fine. Why you look so good today, babe? Why you look so good today, babe? We had a long day today. We We went to New York. Okay. And we had a little photo shoot. Something simple, you know, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. But um, we'd up, we met up with my college friend and she wants to take pictures of us. So I said, yeah, why not? Yeah, she was funny. Yeah, Our friend she's had hilarious. me dying. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a good time that was. Yeah, it was mighty chilly though. Like I'm over this weather. Yeah, we were on a rooftop and everything. First of mm-hmm. all, I'm not a city girl. Um, so that was like my first real city girl experience. What do you mean? Like not, not just like being in the city, (laughs) but like what it is to live in the city because we were on a rooftop. Like we don't have fucking, you live in a house. I mean, I guess you can go on your own roof, but like in apartments out here, you don't just, you know, get to go up to the rooftop and shit. Like, so that was cool. That Uh was pretty lit and it was cold, but we had a mixture, you know, regular, east coast bipolar yeah. uh weather it was raining sunny yeah. breezy whatever um and i don't like to be in front of a camera but yeah she's awkward yeah like i, I have to do the shit myself but <laughs> it was cool it was cool it was fun it was very it was giving yeah. very natural mm-hmm. i love the city uh i'm a motherfucking city girl but <laughs> i don't like driving in the city and that's what really just drives me insane like people really tr- be trying to get hit and then they be on the little bikes and then the people walking. Like, they really be trying to get hit. But um, People are very courageous out there. Anyways, so today's episode, it's going to be focused on newly out lesbians. So, like, baby gays. Yeah, and we're here to talk to the baby gays. And that's it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, listen, we all can learn from each other. Some of us, uh, you know, seasoned lesbians or queer people mm-hmm. you know we know some shit but yeah. you're never too old to learn is what they right. say so and baby gays isn't just for people who are young yeah we out. had to talk about this we were yeah. on live when we talked about this and i didn't know like i hear it you know terms come up all the time it, i guess that's just what people do mm-hmm. so there's new lingo every freaking day mm-hmm. and i've been hearing baby gay a lot um so my question was is like is now there's two ways to look at it does baby gay just mean someone who's newly gay Mm -hmm. and like new to the to the gay scene Mm -hmm. yeah um or is it literally somebody who's just young right that just yeah is young you know someone who you think baby gay oh she's gay she's she's baby though yeah so we googled it and it says someone who has just come out of the closet recently, one to two years, is a time span of when someone could be qualified as a baby gay. Mm-hmm. Baby gays usually um, 
instantly love everything that's rainbow and just generally have that innocent glee of just coming out. We must protect them. It's like they're, they're the purest <laughs> of the gays. Let's protect them at all costs. So they're the purest of the gays. Right. So, and we've been getting a lot of questions too. And we're sorry if we are responding late. Um, Y'all got to work with us, you know? Yeah, we've been getting a lot of questions, which we love, obviously. Um, but the first question that I want to start off with is... How do you flirt with girls? Mm. I'm like, what? So y'all want the tricks? <laughs> y'all want my tricks? Right. Um. Well, damn. How do I flirt with the girls? I don't know. It depends on the like on I the go. social setting. Uh huh. Um. I have a very, you know, um, like out there personality. Yeah. So my first thing, no matter where we are, if I'm around people, obviously you know this is this is a social environment i'm ready to get lit so if we out here like what we doing like we drinking we you know yeah like once the drinks are involved like how do you flirt oh i i just <laughs> i just don't have any filters when i flirt uh-huh. so i just tell you know i just be like you're cute what's uh-huh, up I'm like cute. you got a boyfriend you got girlfriends like do you like girls uh-huh because i'm saying like yeah I'm willing to help you figure it out. You know what's crazy? I never really start off with like, oh, do you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Like, Because it's like, if you're entertaining me, like, That's what I'm saying. I don't, don't think care. that either is. I feel like if they're entertaining you, like, yeah. oh, she likes me. So it's yeah. really off the vibe. Like, if uh-huh. you're entertaining, then yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. all right. She's like following me and yeah. shit. Or she's just like really talking to you. Mm-hmm. Or you had, you had some joint on you that wouldn't leave you alone, huh? Yeah, yeah. I bought this girl a drink um, at the bar. We went to, it was in this club in Jersey City called 626. Very good time. They have like multiple floors, whatever. And it was the first time that, um, you know, I ever like really went to like a gay bar, I guess you could say, like a gay club. I've never been there. It's more of a club because more people are like, they're dancing and stuff. Where is this? In Jersey City. Okay. And I heard um, that Jersey City. Yeah, I I went up to this girl. She was cute, and she was a femme, which I don't really I don't really talk to femmes like that. But I was like, she was really the only cute girl in in the place mm. to me. Everyone else looked like they were taken, or they just weren't my type. So I was like, whatever, she's cute. So I go up to her, and then I asked her if she wants like if she wants a drink, like let me get her a drink. And then from there, I just start talking like, what's your name? Where are you from? How old are you? She was older than me, of course. Like, I don't know you why. You love attracting people that are older know. than you. Yeah. And then I was like, all right. Hmm. And then I was like, oh, like, when's your birthday? Like, what's your zodiac sign? <laughs> I have to know. So gay. I have to know what is your zodiac sign. You she was like, a Capricorn. Do you feel like that's a, like, that should be like a requirement for everyone to know this what is the thing the sign like is. some people love zodiac and like horoscopes and all of that and i'm one of those people and some people hate it because mm-hmm. they're like oh now you're gonna judge me because of my sign and blah, blah blah but i think it's just a way to connect mm-hmm. and like to just have something to talk about i guess um and she was a capricorn so i was like cool like i'm a virgo like that's like i was like, oh apparently we're like the perfect match like, that's a little flirty, I guess. <laughs> and, like, I was just trying to, like, have one yeah. dance with her. And, like, yeah. I was just trying to play it cool. Like, I'm not trying to be with you all night. But um, she was, like, looking for me everywhere after that. She couldn't shake I was her. like, I'm going to find my friends real quick. And I found my friends, but I never got back to her. And then she ended up finding me. 
and yeah but um i guess if you're not like at a club setting i would say like you need to slide into the dms <laughs> but making making sure that you're not doing it in a way where it's like too thirsty yeah too thirsty but also too like friendly like a friend like oh my god girl you're so pretty i don't know because it's okay i get that uh-huh. um but i also feel like too friendly people take us flirty too yeah 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 you know so it's kind of like you kind of can't win with that but there's a difference between like friendly and then flirting yeah yeah I, you gotta watch you what can't emojis tell you when use. it when it comes to like dming it's a little hard to yeah. read the vibe that's why i like in person Mm -hmm. because i feel like when you're dming you have to be more direct because Mm -hmm. there is no this is it there is no physical interaction so you have to kind of be like yo i think you're pretty yo i think you're beautiful Mm -hmm. i mean when i'm dming somebody i mean for you again i heart i did her shit so it was like okay i'm showing you that now i'm interested or i'm like giving you that attention Uh um so you know i heart eyed couple your little stories and then you know my slide in and say something this time Mm -hmm. so now you should kind of have idea that i think you're cute yeah and now i'm gonna slide in and tell you you're cute very persistent then that's how you know yeah like every time you post a picture they want to hit you with the heart eyes right and like say some like comment like you already know relax they're trying to be more than friends but in person like you said, I, I think I agree with that. Like you find a um, a common ground, like yeah. something you can get that not only is an icebreaker, but that you can connect with. Yeah. And initially I don't go up and be like, yo, I think you're pretty. Unless uh-huh. I'm really just trying to say that you're pretty and yeah, not trying and to get nothing out of it. Uh-huh. But I think just starting with regular conversation, like we're all regular people. You can regularly conversate. Right. And then, you know, exactly. once you greet yourself mm-hmm. and, hey, hi, what yeah. you doing here? So who you with? You know, regular conversation before. Mm-hmm. And then you get when you get the vibe and you realize like, oh, they're entertaining this. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Let me, you know, go ahead and be cute. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> it's funny because I went with one of my straight friends and she ended up like hooking up with a girl. But... Mm-hmm. She, she was just having a good time. She you know, she was one of these straight girls. Of course. So the um, the next question I have is, how do you show that you're gay for girls to know? Like, we talked a, a little bit about this before. Like, how do I yeah. show that I'm gay? Um, I feel like on social media, on my TikTok, like I have the little pride flag. Um, but on my Instagram, you wouldn't know. But obviously, since I have a girlfriend, you know. Yeah. So that's like a little bit hard, but you got to have some pride in there somewhere. Yeah. But I know that some people find it like tacky to like wear like pride colors and things like that. Unless it's, you know, the parade and stuff. So how do you do it physically? Well, um, I've used like, you know, iPhone cases. I've used like my Apple Watch bands. Um, that's a common question for a lot yeah. of times is how so to hard. present themselves to mm-hmm. be gay from... A feminine presenting mm-hmm. um aspect but again like i mean obviously mm-hmm. i give a more a little bit more of a masculine presentation yeah um but before i used to think the same thing like when i first came out or like you know mm-hmm. i was first um dealing with girls i was like damn like let me make this easy to point me out yeah and at first it is the the rainbow shit mm-hmm. and you know 
the excessive amount of rainbow shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Spencer's used to have hats that used to say, like, hat logos on them that mm-hmm. was like, oh, I like vagina. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. we're tacky shit like that, which yeah. is fun. I mean, it's not tacky, but yeah. at the time, it's like when it's excessive, it's tacky. Yeah. Um, but... I also used to think like, all right, well, let me just make it easy because I'm already comfortable this way Mm -hmm. too. Let me just present myself as fully masculine, like give those stud vibes, you know, hats and, and just the whole male attire. Mm -hmm. And it was cool and all, but, you know, because I wanted to make it easier on me for girls to know, Mm -hmm. but ultimately I grew out of that and I realized I don't want to be like specific to that because you know I grew in you know when you get older you change you Mm -hmm. grow into things so again I grew into my femininity I found comfortability in that and that's where like it changed for me so I knew that I could do both Mm -hmm. or all whatever the fuck I wanted it didn't matter as long as I was comfortable and I was confident enough in it Mm -hmm. so um even with showing my feminine side and and feminine presenting um girls are very like friendly and just nice like when they see a pretty girl they will say it Mm -hmm. and listen i don't don't know like (laughs) i've been out a couple times you know Uh in in dresses and and more feminine attire and girls will not feel any type of way to come up to me and be like yo i think you're beautiful and then once they talk to me and start vibing with me they're like oh shit Mm -hmm. like and you got a good personality. Uh-huh. All right. So I don't yeah. know. I don't. I guess not as much now. Other than I guess I don't know. How did you? How would you think? Like no, like knowing me personally. Like what gives off gay vibes to you? I've said to this to you before. The haircut. Oh. <laughs> I the, guess haircut, it's the haircut. The tattoos. Yeah, but why are the tattoos gay? Like I don't know. Like I just feel like it's it's associated somewhere somehow. Like. The sleeves, all of that. Stereotype, but yeah. Sure. yeah. I guess I get... those are indications initially. Yeah. And then like the style, of course, you know. What can I say? I'm swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> um, How do you know if someone is just friends or likes you? <laughs> I think when they're just showing flirtatious vibes. You ever and... had like friends who just like, you just kind of couldn't read? And it was just like, okay, you're being, you're giving me friend vibes, but it's like overly friendly. So yeah. are you flirting? Yeah. Like, what right. is it? Right, right. And then I feel like um, you don't really know until someone makes a first move. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Have you had someone make a first move on you that you thought I was just like giving I'm always friend vibes? A, I'm always the one making first moves. Mm. So if I make the first move and you go along with it, then. Have you ever been friend zoned? No. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. Okay. Shit, my bad. Stop it. All right. So how do you know if someone is just friends or likes you? Um I feel like when if I'm put in a position to where I'm showing more. I mean, I guess that's if I like someone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I hate to say it sometimes. Sometimes you do know when mm-hmm. people like you because they're like over the top. They're yeah. like always in your phone, you know, like texting you, calling you. What are you doing? Where are you at? Let's hang out. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's cool. Buy we have you stuff. Yeah, we have friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not as special as you when it comes mm-hmm. to being bought. 
You 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 are gifted. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. You are gifted. Okay, but if they're buying you stuff, that's a flag. Yes, it depends uh-huh. on how often they're buying you things. Yeah. If they're like always buying you something or always taking it you out. It doesn't have to be expensive things. I'm talking about yeah, like coffee. Just, yeah. Like whatever. Bring you your favorite things. Yeah. Like that's one. We can do that as friends because obviously, you know, when you're down and you need to be picked up, that's what a good friend is for. Or, right. you know, hey, I'm coming over. You know, I know she likes this. I'm about to get some anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like a on a constant basis. It's mm-hmm. just... I'm on your line. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm buying you things. You know, mm-hmm. I'm constantly paying for things. Mm-hmm. We're you know we're always taking pictures, which pictures are fine, but what kind of pictures? I'm always kissing you. Are we always holding hands? Like I know there's besties like that, and I when you're young, okay, cool, whatever, that's cute. We get it. But when you get older, you start to read. Yeah. You know, certain it, the lines get blurry. Yeah. And we've had a lot of people tell us like, "How do I know if mm-hmm. this girl likes me? I'm liking her, but I don't know if she's giving me friend vibes or like flirting vibes. Like, how do I go about it? So it can be very confusing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's where the talking comes in again, yeah. especially if you're the one developing feelings and mm-hmm. because you're misunderstanding like yeah the. You know, connection yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know it's just kind of like when they're being over the top about things right and if they're doing things that like your other friends like aren't doing yeah like I, not every, that you need to compare or contrast but everybody has different dynamics but it's just like you know i don't know it's like you're kind of playing the role of a partner right so you know not everybody not everybody and every friendships have boundaries but if you know that you're not acting the same way mm-hmm. as you are with one person that you are with other friends, mm-hmm. then we're kind of getting somewhere. We're we're definitely moving out of friend zone. So yeah, that's all I can give. Yeah, pretty much. And we've never been friend zone. Mm-hmm. I'm salty. <laughs> I've been friend zone. So all right so where did you find your queer friends because you have a hundred and million friends i don't have a hundred and i have she has so many friends they, I can't I, keep people up. always say this and it's crazy to me so i do have a decent a fairly decent amount of friends mm-hmm. they're not all queer though however i will say that i do oh. have a decent amount of queer friends that i'm very grateful for because let me tell you something that's hard to all you people who don't have that queer like circle, I'm sorry. And we're here for you. We're friends. Yeah, it's tragic. We're friends, y'all. Because like you were saying, like uh-huh. I didn't experience those things. Like I have straight friends. Yeah. But it's like I also have, you know, um, queer friends. Yeah. You know, gay friends, lesbian friends. So it's like I never had to experience the not having that outlet to express the gay part of me right and even with my straight friends like oh you might not get it but it's just like okay bitch but you know let's talk about it yeah i feel like i've always had like straight friends i mean now i have like a really good friend and he's gay but i feel like growing up like in high school and just having straight friends hearing them talk about like their guy problems is like that you can't relate to torture it's torture because it's like 
yeah i felt them but at the same time i'm like girl what is it like i just don't i just literally couldn't comprehend yeah. and then it was like for me i was still it was like in the back of my head so i wasn't really talking to them about me and my sexuality but you kind of feel like the odd one out because you're like why am i not feeling like this like why why can't i have these feelings for like a guy like why can't my relationships be as I don't know, exciting as yours because I'm not getting those butterflies. Like I would, mm-hmm. I talked to a lot of guys, but it was just like my relationships are so like nah. It's not even worth talking to. It's not even worth talking about. Yeah. So I didn't really have much stories to tell. And then the times where I did have stories to tell, it was like, eh. so yeah, you gotta find like your group of people, um, but also like not confusing um, friends with. I feel like there there was some people that I should have just been friends with and not like got involved with romantically. So I think that's a hard part about finding queer friends that it's like sometimes you confuse it with like being like getting into a romantic situation where you just could have just been, been friends, friends yeah. and, and called it a day, you know? That is something you definitely learn being yeah. a part of the gay community. Yeah, like, but that's why you don't have to fuck with everybody. <laughs> yeah, but that's why so many uh queer people end up being friends with their exes because they're like you know what like we were we were better off as like just being cool and being friends but nothing romantically so i think that would be my first piece of advice like really take your time when you are ready to date just because it's like you don't want to rush into a relationship with this person and another i guess another piece of advice would be like um don't just date anyone. Like, I feel like when I was, like, ready to, like, okay, like, I'm ready to start dating girls. Not that I dated everyone, but it was, like, I kind of dated people who were close in in proximity. Where it was, like, oh, well, I work with her, so whatever. It's just, like, convenient. When in reality, it wasn't convenient. <laughs> like, it was, like, toxic. Yeah. And, like, I, I could have been a little more picky, choosy with who um, I got involved with romantically. Because at the end of the day, it never it never ended like good yeah. when you work with like someone you're involved with romantically. So just honestly take your time. Like, don't rush it. If it's meant to be, it will be. Um, so yeah, that's the like the hard part about dating when you are like femme presenting or even mass presenting. Yeah, but I found my queer friends through sports a Mm. lot of mine was through sports um and school you know Mm. coming out and realizing people also had the you know were finding themselves within this whole gay community so it was just like oh you're you're gay or you like girls too well let's be friends yeah kind of like that but right and then finding queer spaces now that we're getting older it's still Mm. hard we're still trying to find those um you know to build a more queer friendly friend mm-hmm. group yeah um but for right now you know we stick to the ones that we have that yeah. we already know i feel like everyone wants like a l word group friendship yeah like, that's a show we, at the end of the day it's a show i don't know what group has no in in believe maybe it or in not, la but in not la here. it really is like that cali is really built like that yeah so it's like to base it off of that i i don't know if we want to finish these questions but the l word is like 
Well, that segues everything. into our next question, which was, okay. what are good pieces of authentic queer media to watch? So we're going to give you guys some recommendations. Now, um, this is like media-wise, like real-life media, Jones. And what people that I, I guess I've watched or kept in like touch, not in touch, but like in tune with, um, obviously, Amber, if you have not, you know, don't know who she is or have you're not a YouTube person, well, look her up, Amber's Closet. She's been yeah. on YouTube for years, and she's given so much info yeah. in regards to, you know, so, uh, certain terms yeah. on, you know, pre presentations yeah. and, like, you know, any type of sex questions you may have in regards to lesbian yeah. sex. And she just gives also her... Um, side of things yeah i think she's a really good example because mm -hmm. she gives you everything yep. like her channel her youtube channel and just like her social media she has had videos where she was you know in a relationship so she yeah. has those videos super she authentic has a lot of social issues uh, social issue topics that like she focuses on um so literally she's a mix of everything like yeah. anything that you have a question of Go to her page. I'm sure that she talked about it somewhere, somehow. Yeah. Um, and then she, Amber has a group of friends who we also follow. And they're, like, also from, like, the West Coast, right? Um, and one of them is Easy. She, um, she's super funny. And she has, like, a really big following on YouTube. She has a girlfriend. And then... Um, Krissa. Krissa and her wife. Yeah, they're really They've really recently... Cool. I don't want to say recently, but I guess within like throughout this COVID process mm -hmm. where everyone's becoming more social media, mm -hmm. um, sh her and her wife has recently become like the, yeah, you know, lesbian couple or whatever, mm -hmm. married couple at that. Yeah. Um, and they've been married for a while. And yes, very long time. Her wife's name is Alexis and she focuses a lot on body positivity so yes yeah she yes. she's like femme presenting i guess yes they're cute mm -hmm. though they're giving yeah they're very they're very authentic yeah i love that in the way that yeah their personalities are uh -huh. crazy funny like yeah. you know and mm -hmm. and honestly what makes it so much more better now that i think about it mm -hmm. um i completely didn't even realize that I don't know how I want to say this, but to have like um, influencers within the community that are of color, mm -hmm. I feel like we don't have much they're, representation they're all, of that. They're all, and they're all, yeah, mm -hmm. they're all of, uh, you know, they're a mix of like black, yeah, like, you know, Latinx. So all the people that we're mentioning um, represent those groups. So yes. it's like just like good people to follow. Yes. Um, so again, mm -hmm. Easy and Natalie, they have a page together. Easy has her own page. Mm -hmm. Chris and Alexis, Amber, which you'll find her under Amber's closet, and um, and they hang around another don't girl. Stevie. Don't forget Stevie. Yeah, Stevie. Stevie. Stevie's another one. Yeah. You know, out here, yeah. big guns and shit. You know, right. <laughs> shout, shout out to the to the athletic body and yeah. shit. Yeah, we can't so all be good. we can't all be like that. We can't all walk around with our shirt off, but we would like to. Right. You know? Right. One day. One yeah. day. But yes, mm -hmm. that's. That's pretty much what yeah. we have. There are, like, some other people, but if we think about it, we'll, like, reference them. Um, and then we also want to talk about, like, LGBTQ shows and movies. Mm -hmm. So I asked some of our followers on Instagram, like, what are their favorite shows and movies? 
Um, I got a mix of a lot of shows and movies, and we made it into like a highlight reel. So if you go to our Instagram, it'll be there. Um, but we want to talk about like some of the ones that we really enjoy. So I'm gonna let her talk about the L word because she loves it. And I finally started watching it. I know, yeah, pilot. I'm on season three. And at first, like when she presented it to me, it, she didn't start from season one, episode <laughs> one. She put up a random episode and I was like, what is this? Like, no, now it you're wasn't gonna giving. Now it was just lie. not giving to me. Because when I first met her, actually, when I first met her, and she doesn't, she probably doesn't remember this for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Yeah. But when we first met and we were in the apartment mm-hmm. and we gave up on our questions game, yeah, yeah. we started to watch TV and I asked her if she had ever watched uh the l word mm-hmm. and she actually didn't mm-hmm. so i put it on but she you know we were pretty lit and she wasn't that much focused so so it's kind of hard to get into yeah we yeah no that was just a so, bad time to present it to me yeah so and i'm also not like i'm very like i'm not that educated when it comes to shows and movies you could tell me a movie and i'm like yeah i've never seen it like i'm sorry i just it's her t- it's her attention span though it's my attention span but it's also the fact that I just don't be watching TV like that. Now I do, because now I have the time. But like growing up and stuff, yeah. like it was like one TV, gotta share TVs with your siblings. Yeah. And like we were watching like Jersey Shore and all these like Jersey Shore reality shit, TV shows and like novelas. <gasps> we was not watching the L word. That reminds me. Wow, because wow, the L word came out in like 2004 or something like that. Yeah, so it's a very old show. It is. So that's the reason it's why I was like... It's a really good like, throwback. But they be wearing some crazy shit. That's I, another thing that I was like, what the fuck are they wearing? It it, it really shows its age in in the style and shit back then. I just don't like then. Jenny. <laughs> you had She's to get that so in. so weird. <laughs> However... Um, Honestly, I learned a lot of things from there, and you can oh, yeah. fucking watch it, and still, I'm sure you could, you can absolutely yeah. relate because nothing has changed. It's, it's still like that. Yeah, there, it, it shows, you know, how it's, we get around in the, the community. Yeah, the straight girls who aren't really straight or who, yeah. who are lost in in their sexuality and right. find themselves. It shows the people who who show themselves to be together yeah. for years and still have their downfalls yeah. in their situation. It shows the cheating it shows the shows everything the you know the chart yeah the yeah. chart the and you know what instability. i found crazy i found crazy that even back then which i mean wasn't too long ago but still <laughs> bi girls were Damn, still being shunned upon like i see the the little smart remarks they be giving alice because she's bi oh yeah 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 and like they just be mm-hmm. saying like little smart remarks and stuff like yes. Bye now, gay later, things like yeah. that. Like little yeah. things like that. That was still a, that was a thing and back then. And it still is a thing. Yep, nothing's um, changed. But yeah, no, it's a really good show. You just gotta get through the first seasons with Jenny. She's a little weird, but she, you know, whatever. But I wanted to talk about a show that I really love called Pose. And the reason why I love it is because it's most of the people on the show are either like black or latinx and i just feel like as we yeah. said before we need more representation representation and on pose they really give you that 
And then what it also focuses focuses on is um the transgender community. So it's like about like the drag um mm-hmm. the drag queens and like the drag balls and the shows and things like that. And it really goes back into time, so you kind of get it's like in the nineties, like educated on like how it started. Um, and it's honestly such a good show. I love Electra. She is hilarious. Like. Honestly, every time I start a new show in the first season or the first episode, I'm like, mm, you gotta give it a chance. Like, try to like the second or third. When I put her on, yeah. I was like, I don't know how you're gonna feel about the first episode, but it gets better. Now it's on Hulu for whatever reason they took it off Netflix, but it's such a good show and it only has like three or four seasons. I think and it's I think it's done. three seasons. But yeah, I, when I tell you, like, I become obsessive over certain television yeah. shows uh-huh. and. The L word was absolutely one of them because obviously it was mm. so relatable. Mm. And again, that's based, as I was saying earlier, it's based off of the West Coast and the the mm. lesbian community. I'm sure the the whole community, LGBTQ plus community out there, period, is is just so much more. Like it's it's there. The community is huge, but the lesbian community there, I have experienced it, and it is pretty big. It mm. is pretty big even though I don't understand how it can be big and it just still end up intertwining. But yeah, it's just kind of like, damn. I think that's why everybody moves to the West, West Coast. I it, think we forget how like big false... California is, though. Yeah. Like, California is, like, humongous. I think that's that's why. And also, we noticed that most of our viewers actually come from California. That's crazy. That's awesome. California and New that's York. Awesome. But that's another thing. I think we have a lot of, we have a lot of people out here on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey, yeah. Philly, um, what else? Uh, North Jersey, you know, yeah. like Jersey City and all that. Like we have, yeah, we have lesbians even out then, here, like Florida, Florida, right? Atlanta. But even if I was to think of anywhere else, like on this side, that that has like more, North? like yeah. Uh-huh. It would be like more like those yeah. queer spaces and the lesbian and gay scenes mm-hmm. and all that. It would definitely be in Florida. I feel like there's yeah. some in in New York. I, I I guess there's some. Well, explain the three L words. L like there's like there's like the real L word. L word. Yes, there too. is. So the original series of the L word is like six seasons long first of all that came out in like 2004 that i barely watched that's the one that she's catching up on now because i'm like all right oh i thought that's the original okay but okay after that they had a reality tv show show, Mm -hmm. which was the real l word is what it is why did they call it that that's because it's real yeah but that's like so So it was it was like a yeah but you gotta think (laughs) about it that that real l word came Uh out I thought that soon, came out first. No, that came out soon after the okay, the, the show. Which she hasn't got into that, but I I'm sure a eventually couple, a couple episodes. But I just couldn't yeah. get into it. Um, and it for those of you who know me. Rose and Whitney, then you understand. Then you obviously can make the comparison to Shane and Bobby, but that's none of my business. I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, see, <laughs> um, but yeah, there was there ended up being a reality TV show based off of like the real L. I mean, the L Word series, um, and they did like three seasons of that, which again based off of you know the lesbian community in LA, um, in California, and then they came back about a decade later and started 
the L word generation Q, newer generation. Uh, I guess they try to keep it as close to authentic as the original by bringing Bet, Shane, and Alice back. Um, but if you, you know, Generation Q is different. It's it's even more relatable because now it's caught up with the time. But ultimately, I think if you're invested in that, you will be invested in all the other series. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah, but I feel like most of our followers already listen to the L word. But mm-hmm. if you're like a baby gay then and you have it, I've learned a lot start. of things. Yeah. You know, and, and mm-hmm. the series shows just like Generation Q. Have you seen Generation Q? See the original series of the L word mm-hmm. actually shows a lot of shit. Like yeah. a lot of sex scenes from, you know, seeing the differences in all the women that they all date and the different types of friendships that Mm -hmm. they have, the loyalty, the different types of, um, you know, presenting women that they deal with and, and how to be confident in who you are and your sexuality and your, you know, your looks, your, uh, what what you call it? Bush confidence, you know, shit like that. And it also helps you to learn like, just some of the sex things. Yeah, what other shows other than the L word though? That um, you really like? Pose was really good. Like you said, I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with that too. Yeah. So watch that. Um Below Her Mouth was a movie on Netflix that I that watched. was something to watch. Yeah. And that's more based off of, you the know, a lesbian girl. turning out the straight girl mm-hmm. and then the straight girl, you know, being yeah. into the lesbian. But however, I didn't realize until the second time that I just watched it that the girl was was always she like uh bottled her queerness. She actually mm-hmm. mentions that, you know, she experienced a relation with the girl when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And I guess she got caught and her mother was like absolutely yeah. not and yeah. like shunned that shit from her and right. was like yeah, not again. happening. And then she spent the rest of her life like bottling that because yeah. she felt shameful of it. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually when she meets this girl, she comes out and she's just like, all right, well, I'm not going to marry that man. Sorry if I Why ruined it for you. Why <laughs> Listen, we knew oh, it was going to happen. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> also, Good Trouble, Fosters. The Fosters was awesome. You know, two lesbian moms have their own children, adopt some children. Yeah. And it's honestly one of the best like it's one of the best family shows that we could have. Yeah. Especially for it being, you know, a gay couple. Um, and then to be parents over top of that. Honestly. Yeah. Shout out to whoever brought that about because that's probably one of my favorite shows mm-hmm. family wise. Yeah. Um Yeah, no we other have shows. a bunch of other like shows and, and movies that people recommended, but we haven't personally seen all of them, so if you want to know more just go to our instagram yeah okay so we want to um start like a new segment of like would you rather so the first one is i'm gonna start with the first one have a perfect so would you rather have a perfect gaydar or have the magical ability to never fall for a straight girl nah i'm all about the perfect gaydar my gaydar is pretty good i'm all about the perfect gaydar (laughs) I'm not worried about falling for a yeah. straight girl. Yeah. That doesn't scare me or nothing. Right. I've been there, done it. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with have a perfect gator. Yeah. I don't think I... I'm about to say, do you feel like you have a gator? I think I do. 
Okay. How good is it? <laughs> I don't know. Let's not Have get into see. the STHs. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be best friends with your ex or be best friends with your ex's new girl? That's like so hard. Rachi. Because I don't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she um, said I'm going to keep to myself. I'm going to say I'd rather be... I don't know, man. This is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good one. Yeah. I think that I'm going to... Damn, now I think about it, it's hard. But for the sake of shits and giggles, I'm going to be best friends with your new girl. I just really don't like her. (laughs) And I personally know her. That's why I'm like... "Mm." Oh. Hmm. I can't even pick. I'm sorry. You gotta pick one. You gotta give me one. Um. Oh my god. I'm gonna say the new girl because I already know what my ex is like. So it's like, whatever. That's a good point. Then I'll just do the same. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Girls do this all the time. So mm-hmm. give it to you. Would you rather date someone with the same personality as your ex or date someone who looks similar to your ex? I'm going to go with same personality. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Like only the good traits. <laughs> Not your picket? Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I can I can go with that. I can go with that. Yeah, because I don't know. I think it would be weird I'm to not, date someone who looks yeah, just like Yeah, it's very them. weird to be like, all right, bitch. Well, for that, why don't you just go get the real deal? Right. Because this spinoff ain't it. Right. I mean, even though a lot of people do that, like a lot of people end up dating someone that looks exactly like their ex and it's like oh wow what the fuck well congratulations I you know. have certainly exceeded that yeah ah! <laughs> oh my gosh i got my spanish girl amen and it's All would right. you rather have one sex partner for life or a new partner every time you have sex scandalous what excuse me you know I'm going to go with one sex partner only for the simple fact that you can teach that person. Right. There's like, un, you know, unlimited amount of resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's ways mm-hmm. you can teach someone how to, you know, fuck you in the way you want to be fucked. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, all the extra bodies like for a while. For what, right? Yeah, and it's just like you can you can have sexual relations with so many different people and still get the same shitty result, and you just have to keep trying until yeah. you get a better one. And then once you get a better one, what happens? Right. You know, it's I not agree. to say you're you're their better fuck, but yeah, yeah, teach that one person. Listen. No, I agree, and I feel like you could find new ways to like spice it up in the bedroom. So yeah, yeah, that that one was easy. All right, now, that was our would you rather, but now we're going to get serious, all right? We're going to answer the real questions that you guys have submitted. The real, real. Yes, the real, real. So, so pull up your chair and come and gather around and let's get into our family meeting. Okay. Hi, guys. First, I want to say I love your channel and I'm so happy I found it. Thank you. My question is, basically, I'm 23, and in my very first relationship, I haven't done anything with a girl or guy, 
before and my partner has been with a few girls in the past. I'm really scared and nervous and have no idea what to do. I was wondering if I should tell her I've never been with anyone and also how can I get over the fear of not pleasing her and it being awkward or bad. Thank you so much. Again, love the channel and can't wait for more episodes. Hmm. She asked us a while ago, so I hope that we're She's, getting to her in yeah. time. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We get a lot and we're trying. We only, we you know, we only upload <laughs> once a week. Yeah. Um, I think that you should definitely tell her that you've never been with anyone. Um, It's always going to be scary, no matter if it's your first time with a girl or your first time with a guy. And I feel like it's better to like over communicate than mm. to like keep that to yourself. To yourself because I feel like she's gonna know. Like she's probably gonna have a feeling like, mm, I don't know, mm. it seems like it's like her first time, like, you know. Honestly, I'd rather be up front and be like, This is my first time. I'm not really sure that I know what I'm doing than to be like, Oh my god, that was bad. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like at least it gives her the you know the idea like oh, okay mm-hmm. you haven't done this before let me be let me be more um gentle let me be more understanding like mm-hmm. let me be more helpful if i could mm-hmm. you know there's first of all there's no any criticism is good criticism mm-hmm. i guess it depends how it comes off but ultimately like one, don't take an embarrassment or feel some type of way if they're telling you how they want to be sexually pleased. Because I feel like at first you feel like, oh, fuck, like, am I doing this wrong? Am I doing this bad? Like, mm-hmm. they're telling me I'm not doing it right. Like, you kind of feel embarrassed, but don't take that as a sense mm-hmm. of embarrassment. Take that as a, all right, this is a learning process. Right. You're telling me how you want to be please mm-hmm. and i rather someone tell me than to lie and make it seem like i know what i'm doing mm-hmm. so telling her will definitely um make it less pressuring yeah so i think that's a good start is to let her know that you haven't had any sexual experience and it just it's either gonna she's still gonna be okay with it or she's not and if yeah. she's not that's fine like i can't see why she wouldn't be okay with it right yeah. We all we all have we to have, have our first yeah. time. Like <laughs> we got to start somewhere, it's the first right? Time for everyone. And believe it or not, some people like to be your first. Oh yeah. So she might like that, mm-hmm. but I mean, if I don't know if you told her yet already, <sighs> but ideally, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> ideally they people like to be the first. Yeah. So I would say you know let them know, and and I think that will let off some of the pressure mm-hmm. of it being awkward or yeah. bad. And, like, over time, it'll get better. And this is with any relationship, regardless if it's, like, your first time, your third time, your tenth time. Usually, your first time with someone isn't gonna even going to be the best time. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it gets better over time. So, yeah, it's a learning process. And it's not what you see in porn. So, don't even. No, do not associate good sex Don't even with take porn. any tips from them, honestly. At They're ridiculous. All. It's tragic. <laughs> All right. Moving on. How do you know when your partner is the one? Yikes. Oh, you're not going to read this one? Yeah, I'm going to do that next. Okay, okay. So how do you know that your partner is the one? Um. So I, I thought about this and she thought about it. <laughs> I think that if you see yourself with them in the future, 
like if you see yourself building a family with them and like getting married and things like that um and you, if you guys have like the same goals and like similar values um i would say that maybe they're the one i feel like we always want to know who's the one who's the one is right. this the right one is mm-hmm. this the wrong one i'll never know unless i give it a try or mm-hmm. give it up um I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's based off of like, what do you want for your future? What do you value? What are your goals? Do you share? You know, you don't have to share everything. You don't have to be the same person. Mm-hmm. But um, how do you know you don't? <laughs> you don't ever really know. But ideally, you want to set yourself up down a path that mm-hmm. you would hope leads you down the right path. Right. So you don't really know. But if it feels like it's right. And, you know, again, the things that you care about mm-hmm. and value align with the same values and, you know, in things that are important to your partner. Mm-hmm. You could go a long way. It's definitely a very good start. Right. And communication is very good. Yeah. Trust and communication goes a very long way. Mm-hmm. So that's just a couple things. Yeah. And you? No? Mm-mm. All right. Next question. Hey, you both are amazing and I love the videos and content. My question is, how do you balance religion and being queer? Is religious trauma something either you or one of you have dealt with? Because I'm currently going through it and all my family members are religious. So I feel like I can't talk to them. And how do you get over the overwhelming fear of going to hell for loving a woman? Oh, uh, I know this is kind of sticky, a sticky topic, but anything would help. <laughs> um, we actually had a podcast with like her friends who are married and one of them, her family is like super religious. Like that. her parents are both pastors or thing. Yeah, they play some part within the church. Right. Um, so maybe that video can kind of give you like some insight, but yeah. Um, and we talked a, a little bit about it in our previous episode on like religion and like Just a little this. bit of like our thoughts on it. Um, I feel like religion is just something so difficult to talk about because it means some it means something so different to like every Everyone. person. Yeah. yeah. Like religion is something different for you. Religion is something different for me. Yeah. Um, there's so many different types of religion. Um. So I feel like this is kind of, yeah, it is a sticky topic. (laughs) Um, How do you get over the overwhelming fear of going to hell for loving a woman? That that would be like another controversial like topic because it's like, who said we're going to hell? Who said there is a hell? Who said there is a heaven? I mean, we're not going to know, right, until like our time comes. Um, but I don't think of it that way, you know, and the reason why I don't think of it that way is because so many, um, churches and like just in the like church community, they are being like so accepting over like, you know, LGBTQ marriage now that, um, I don't see it. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that i think people are becoming more open to it Mm -hmm. even if they're religious or not 
I mean, with your family members, I'm not so sure how they'll take it. But I feel like at the end of the day, you you do have to be true to yourself. And you kind of just have to do things for yourself and like for your happiness, not for your parents' happiness. But I do know that it's difficult when you do live with your family and there's no way out. So I can understand not mm-hmm. wanting to lose your family's, mm-hmm. you know, love and support. Mm-hmm. But ideally, you come in this world alone, you leave this world alone. Right. So as they say, you only have one life mm-hmm. to be the person that you want to be. Right. You know, we don't get nine lives like these cats, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, yes, religion is a very sticky situation, just like politics. Yeah. However, to me, you know, I just feel like people do crazy shit all the time. You know? Yeah. People sin all the time. Every, Mm -hmm. according to the Bible, a majority of the things that we do is considered a sin. Right. So why me being true to myself and loving who I want is apparently the biggest sin out of everything in the Bible mm-hmm. to where it can't be accepted. Right. And I feel like sometimes religious people, there's no way to like change their mind. Like they, some of them are so set in their ways where it's like, nope, in the Bible it says this and this is what it says in the Bible and I don't really care what like what you're telling me right now. So That's what I call a brick thrower. Yeah. They're throwing the book at you. Yeah. And it's just like it's crazy for you to throw the book at me, but how much of that book do you truly follow? Right. You know, you yeah. drink alcohol, you're sinning. Right. You're having sex, you're sinning. You're having mm-hmm. sex before marriage, you're sinning. Mm-hmm. Like... Again, everything is considered yeah. a sin. Right. Well, why does mine have to be, you know, why does me loving who I mm-hmm. truly love the biggest sin of all? Mm-hmm. You can't, that has to be a decision you make for you. Yeah. Again, like you said, that can be difficult to have to deal with that and to be shunned out of your family because you're you're loving who you want to love just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody else afforded that opportunity and you're not yeah. just because you love another woman? Yeah. You got to think about your happiness now. But yeah. um, her question is, how do you get over the like overwhelming fear? I don't fear that I'm going to go to hell because I'm being gay. <laughs> <laughs> I might just go to hell because I'm drinking alcohol. <laughs> I might go to hell because I curse too much. Like, yeah. who knows? Like, it, yeah. you know, it could be any number of things. I don't think that it'll simply be because I'm gay. Yeah, I don't know. I, so, I don't I don't think I don't think about it. I guess the best advice that I can give is don't think about, you know, ways that it's considered to be wrong or that it could go wrong, you know, experience it again. If you feel like that is the path to take to be your true self, take it. You don't know unless you take that route and think about all the good things that can go right. Right. You know, we have to think about that. Mm hmm. We're, we worry about fear too much that we don't get into the things we um, should. What's your opinion on colorism in the LGBTQ plus community? And um, I found an article and I want to kind of go over what colorism is and what the definition is. So 
Colorism happens when people of color discriminate against one another. It often boils down to the belief that the lighter your skin tone, the prettier you are, the smarter you are, the more successful you are, and the easier you have it. According to author Marita Golden, colorism is the most unacknowledged and unaddressed mental health crisis in communities of color around the world. And we found this on like the HuffPost. Um, and basically what the article was saying is kind of giving you a perspective of um, being like a black person and being told things like, you know, I don't, I don't usually date like, you know, like black people, but like you're like super pretty and like, like saying, oh, saying little things like that. You're like, pretty for a black girl or yeah. you're pretty for a black guy or you're pretty for like, what, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you're yeah. pretty for what? Like yeah. you could just, you could have just left it at I'm pretty mm-hmm. like Right. Like, are, like, are they supposed to say, oh, thank you? Like, right. Am I supposed to yeah. be like, oh, my God, I'm honored. What right. a compliment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm number one out of mm-hmm. what you don't prefer. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be wanted by people who think I'm pretty for anything. Yeah. Drink. Yeah. And I definitely don't want to speak upon, like, the black community. No. But... Um, as a bystander, I definitely do see things like that happen and I'm not someone to stay shut. Like I'm always here to support everyone. Like I don't tolerate disrespect Mm -hmm. and little comments like that. I will always speak us, speak up and say something about it. Um, so yeah, there, my opinion on it is that it, it does exist and it's unfortunate. And I feel like the black community, the black community already has it so hard and then when they're gay, I feel like they have it even, even, even harder. harder. So it's like, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And even within the community, people, you know, judge you or just aren't open. It's unfortunate, but, you know, it happens. It exists. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Just like any other shitty thing. Yeah. That people love to present. Right. All right. Last question. Can you share some tips on moving out for the first time other than saving money? I've moved so many times. It's like ridiculous. I feel like I've I've moved almost every year since like being in college. Um, but my biggest tip is like staying organized when it comes to like the whole packing situation go to um home depot and get like a bunch of boxes and label those boxes and like pack according to the room so like everything that goes in the bathroom goes in that box everything that goes in the kitchen goes in that box um and also setting deadlines for yourself because i feel like most of the time we wait so last minute to pack and then when we pack we're just so unorganized and there's like things everywhere um and it could get like very stressful for whatever reason um i've used like u-haul before and it was it was it was it was what i said i can't even think about this move Uh (laughs) it was pretty easy like u-haul doesn't give you a hard time and like you could hire like movers through u-haul i mean it'll be through like a third party 
um and they'll help you like move your stuff like you know mm-hmm. pack up the boxes and put them put them in the u-haul and things like that mm-hmm. um and try to like become a minimalist like you don't have to bring everything to the new spot you could literally just start throwing things out giving it away like taking stuff to like the thrift stores and salvation army and things like that like every time i move i make sure that i'm kind of like cleaning things out and not taking every single thing with me because then you're just like overpacking for whatever reason um and then my last tip is like when you move into a new spot read the contract it's so long but literally read it like print it out and just read it. Read that shit. Because these people would trick you. For example, we moved into this apartment, right? And she said via email, all utilities are included. Okay. I'm from North Jersey. So the place that I was living before, all like utilities were included. So that was like um, the gas, um, electricity, water. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't electricity. It was water and gas and heat or whatever so i only had to pay for like electricity um and like my internet and stuff but i never had to worry about water or whatever and they we, played us they played us they played we, us. you know we moved in and and then we got like bills in the mail and then they were adding charges to our um rent like oh this is a water bill i'm like girl you told me that that was included so we were never paying an exact price every time it was yeah. changing. It was like, oh, well, here's the rent cost, but let's add the extra charges in yeah. that include, you know, sewage, water, yeah. or whatever that was apparently included in the rent. And it wasn't. And, you know, by that time, we were, like, we were trying to move in quick, so we, like, skimmed through the, the contract. But, like, in the contract, it didn't specify what was included, so that's why they got away with it. Um, but, yeah, don't... They, these companies and these these apartment buildings they be really be trying to scam people to i'm sick of them yeah it's like we're paying for like rent plus all these other utilities that we didn't account for before mm-hmm. and like luckily it's not that expensive so like obviously we're fine but when you live by yourself it could something, be a tragedy yeah and something like that happens to you you could be asked out yeah yeah so read the read fine the print contract. read the fine yeah. print I mean, mm-hmm. for us, we were moving, like, I guess this is considered post, like, pandemic. So it was already hard. Like, houses are flying off the shelf. You can't find apartment complexes that have availability. Mm-hmm. And especially now that we've been in here for for a year mm-hmm. and, like, we were looking to move again because we were just over the shit. It's crazy. Some of the things that we were looking at before are the, the rent skyrocket. Mm-hmm. The cost of living is crazy now. So, yeah. But I agree. Like she said, read the fucking contract. Yeah. And I know everyone's like, oh, well, obviously I need to save money. But, like, you need to save money for, like, the deposit. Because mm-hmm. um, you have to put in a deposit. And usually it's, like, you have to put in the first month's rent plus a deposit, which is usually, like, basically the same amount as the first first month's rent i can honestly say be thoughtful of the price range like be thoughtful of your finances because you in the event that you're moving by yourself 
or even if you're moving in with someone else, when we made the move together, we made sure that, you know, in the event she may have to, because she was working up north, mm-hmm. but it was remote. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. But mm-hmm. it was a possibility that she might have to go, she was going to have to go back in and work in office. Yeah. So I had to keep in mind, like, okay, I need to be living in a space where I can afford by myself if need be, mm-hmm. as well as enough where we can split it to the point where she can also save money yeah. and have to, you know, the cost to live if she had to move back up there due to her job. Right. So again, be mindful of that whether you're moving in with someone or not, live within your means. Mm-hmm. You know, if this is what I'm making biweekly, monthly, yearly, yeah. then let me make sure that I'm, you know, being uh, mindful of like my expenses yeah. aside from just my yeah. bills and like know? groceries like that could get expensive that shit adds too up. like groceries could get crazy expensive so home supplies yeah. you know you don't re- you don't do that at home because your mm-hmm. parent doesn't you don't yeah. realize until you you move in like oh shit i need food yeah. i need paper toilet i need paper towels yeah. i need i need wipes i need this you know yeah. so yeah. it adds up it, <laughs> it adds add up, up. So. so yeah, definitely like save up and good luck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good luck. But it, it's nothing like having your own space. I give you that. Right. So we hope you find something. Hope mm-hmm. that this helped. Hope mm-hmm. that all you know the answers for all our questions in this family meeting have brought you all some type of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Again, for anyone who has new submissions, the Google form is on our Instagram page. Yeah, so go ahead and check that out mm-hmm. and submit your stuff. And we will do our best to get to it. Yes. So thank you guys for watching. Yes, oh, my thank fault. Let me, let me give it to you. My fault. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Um, please give us a rating on Spotify and Apple. Um, it really means a lot. And bye. We'll see you guys bye. in the next episode. Bye. Deuce, deuce, mother goose.